Hello. Hello. Hey, hey. Welcome, what everybody. I feel like this is summer edition of Bobby's Cryptid Corner. <laughs> we're half outside. Uh, half outside. <laughs> yeah, we're half outside. We're half inside. But this is our very first episode that we have where Tony, a.k.a. Mr. Bottled Water, Water. is oh, cool. our new permanent host yes. here oh God, at I Bobby's Cryptid Corner. Corner. I love yes. that. I'm excited. Yes. I'm happy to be here. I'm, I'm glad you guys reached out to me. Yeah, you were such a perfect fit. It's so funny. I feel like we've been, like, since the first time we had you on the show in our little Bobby's Cryptid Corner text chat, yeah. we would always just be like, Tony's a perfect fit. Tony's a perfect fit. Tony's great. Mm -hmm. He equals awesome. us out. Tony's a perfect fit. And then finally we're like, should we just ask him to be a part of this like and then quite honestly we thought that you you hated us because we sent you a message and you didn't respond for like a week and we were just convinced that you didn't want to hang out with us anymore and we were like wow like, no he's still ghosted still yeah i've said before like it's kind of a running joke that i just don't check my instagram messages there there's a hey, guy same. who sends me uh creepy videos like i probably get 20 videos from this dude a week and i never respond and i look at it and it's like you have 20 missed messages and i'm just like yeah it's the, that's that guy so i really didn't know like creepy videos like of uh, like creepy videos that he makes or creepy videos no, just no, random like creepy videos stuff he finds on the internet and he sends it to me Oh, Here. that's dope. Hey, send him our way. I was like, we'll check yeah. the messages for Tony. Tell him <laughs> send him our way. I'm not very good at it. Oh my gosh. I'm we're not the best at either. Social media can be draining. But listen, before we get I just want to uh, Tony answers me immediately whenever I message him. Well, I'm glad, Bobby. He also messages me on Twitter, so Ah, uh, so that's that's exactly how. That's Son hot. of a bitch. Yep. All right. So our uh, drinking word of the day is going to be mermaid or a merman. Mermaid or merman. Okay. Well, we're doing mermaid so, too. Oh, yeah. We are because we're not sexist here. We're not sexist. So if you. Merfolk. Merfolk. So if you guys, if we say it and you see this cute little pop up. Mm. Yes, this is my. I made this man just oh. for you guys. Wow, if I he pops him. up, you know drink to drink. That's definitely a dad bod under the sea. For sure. Yeah, he wants you to get drunk. Actually, you know what? Speaking of under the sea, at the very end of the episode, we are going to talk about the Little Mermaid. So if everyone oh, can make we it through to the end. Song. Well, you know what? If we want to, we can. Under I know the entire the thing. Sea. Under the sea. Well, can we all... That's where it's better. Take it from me. I'd like to preface this episode by saying that we had no idea, I think, how large of a subject that this is. Oh, and yeah. so we will go through everything, but there's so much that we missed out. We definitely... I mean, I don't have anything about, like, Alaska... Um, yeah, there's so much that we're or not like Antarctica, uh, you know, all the like other places. So there really are so many documented fables, different folklore, um, even just history like Christopher Columbus. I miss that as well. That does talk about mermaids. So we will cover as much as we can. But there's so much in this topic. I don't Ooh. think any of us have. 
think about any it kind idea. Of, think about kind of like Bigfoot, right? So like mermaids are kind of like an overall thing how Bigfoot is. There's every every area has its own version of it, their own stories, their own slight variations of it, and I think that that's what we've come with like a lot of these like cryptids that we believe to be more on the real side is that like there's a one big name for them whether that be mermaids or bigfoots or something and then there's a million subdivisions throughout the entire world who have uh, interacted with whatever this is like an umbrella and then it just rains from there Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I yeah. honestly I think it's more mermaid than bigfoot to be honest I think there's more documented cases of mermaid mermen ish um instances Uh oh then then bigfoot i I think that speaks a lot on the phenomenon itself because like you said like we went in like oh mermaids that's going to be kind of like an easy quick kind of fun (laughs) throwaway episode of the cryptid corner and not at all we both all started texting each other at the same time like as we were doing research like holy shit like we're oh shit this thing transcends uh, freshwater, saltwater, continents, yeah. cultures, the whole globe. And mm-hmm. I was thinking like, oh, mermaids, they're like so obviously some sort of mythology. Like, like I, I mean, I am just by doing research alone, I am leaning further out of sci-fi than I was previously. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Same, same, same. The more I, I dug into it, the more I... Like some sort of mythical thing of sailor fantasy or whatever. That, like... And I was going to say yeah, the same thing, not... but when I first thought about like, it, I thought about immediately, I was like, oh yeah, sailors. Like, what are you talking about? Please stop talking to me. You're crazy. But uh, there seems to be a lot of... Uh, seems to be a lot of eyewitness accounts. For sure. Okay, so we're going to yeah. talk a little bit about the history and and some and some regions lores. Let's say kind of in the Asian areas where you kind of. I, I, yeah. So let's just go through it. So we're definitely going to talk about mermaids or and merfolk. So merfolk can be both genders, mm-hmm. made wise. Okay. So and the word mermaid comes because a compound of mer in old language. Old English is sea, and of course, maid is a uh, girl or a young woman. It's like if you're a bridesmaid, you're, mm. you know. So we all see where that comes from. Is it clean mm-hmm. in my house? Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is like our typical, this is like a mixture of what we think folklore-wise and then also actual depicted art. Yeah, that's very typical. Um, the bottom half of them is the fish. The upper yeah. half is the more mm-hmm. womanly version of them. And I believe that we're actually going to get into a little bit of the lore of why it specifically has that look. Yes, for sure. So the origins is not as easy as it usually is when it comes to our cryptic corners. Usually it's like one specific state or one specific part of the country. And this phenomena is worldwide. So the very first account that at least labels mermaid um, goes back to 1000 BC in Assyria, which is now our modern day Syria. Mm-hmm. From the goddess Atagritis. And she is the goddess of fertility. Mm-hmm. So she casts herself from the ocean to take the form of a fish, but the gods will not let her get rid of her body, her beautiful body. So they 
make sure it's still intact. So then she just has that upper part of her body that is a human and the lower half is a fish. Question. Yes. Oh, that's her right there. I'm confused by that statement of them not wanting to get rid of her beautiful body, but getting rid of her voluptuous booty and her um, (laughs) sex organs. Yes. So, like, it's interesting that they say that because really the only thing they keep is, like, her face and her boobs. Like her from the waist up. Yes. I will say that to bring this into modern perspective, the ratio of men that are – how can I say this in a, in a like, a nice, uh, the ratio of what men prefer (laughs) ratio wise, even in modern day seems to focus more on the top half of a woman's body and not so much interested in women's faces Mm -hmm. in their eyes and their both sets of eyes. That seems to be more um, of a focus. Brie, why did she throw herself into a sea? Because she was like YOLO. YOLO. There's not too much. I feel like a lot of these times in these stories, they don't get super nitty gritty into details. It was just she threw herself into the ocean. No, she was fucking. She was was sick of what's happening. She's like, I'm going to give birth to every place I can. So this is her. This is an actual um, sculpture. But you can see the resemblance in the Starbucks emblem there's a lot of conspiracy around the starbucks emblem um Mm. but it really does i mean i read uh just quotes from the company and the people that were designing the logo and it really was just based off of water because they're there in portland and it's close to water Mm. and they wanted something that had to do with like you know the fertility giving birth to and then um linking that with water so there really isn't other people will try to spew it towards like, oh, they want power and control like a goddess would or to hypnotize you and to um, almost becoming like addicted to that. But just based off of what they said, um, they were really just inspired by a fertility of water, like the goddess of fertility and water. Mm. And it's crazy when you put these side by side, you're like, okay. Same thing. Hi, Bobby. Welcome back, Habs. So this is why I think it was so insane for us because, like I said, usually we focus on one area, one continent, one mm-hmm. state, and you can really narrow it down. But when it gets to worldwide, then you're opening up a can of worms. Ooh, is that a manatee? A manatee, yes. a sea cow. Yes. Sea cow, yes. This is um, often depictions of a mermaid. So we're going to start with China. The fuck is that? I so tried to put the pictures of the actual, like, if if there were pictures, I tried to put the pictures, and then I also mm. put the languages, and then what it translates to. Yeah, what so it, one thing uh, about translates China to. is China more believes in mermen than they do necessarily merwomen. So there's lots of accounts, actually, um, in many books when it comes to China, but these are the two ones that I believe stick out the most. So this is the 4th century BC. Calling the creature Langyu or Renyu. I'm sure we're not saying that right, or I'm not. Probably not. Um, but it's made, it has a human face. It has a f- the body of a fish. 
and um, there are different kinds of mermaid within that sector, mm-hmm. and some of them have um, four feet. So instead of like two hands and two feet, they have four feet, and they can. Mm-hmm. They're basically immortal. Like if they if they die, they have the ability to bring themselves back to life, mm-hmm. which. Like, in normal power powers, you see the ability to maybe bring others back to life, but they have the ability to bring themselves back to life. And it's interesting you say that because one of the more Americanized stories of mermen and how they kind of, like, the first instance of them was a story that was told where a man had a special potion that brought fish back to life. And he wanted to see how it would work on uh, humans. And so he drank it, and he ended up becoming this, like, uh, eternal being mm-hmm. and he was like super Catfish. unhappy about it yeah he was super unhappy about it at the beginning but then he ended up like going into the ocean and all the ocean creatures like taught that him like the ways of the ocean and he learned how to be a prophet and things like that and then he spent the rest of eternity like telling uh sailors how to get home safely so it's interesting because i think that part of that kind of links back to this chinese idea of the basically the same thing for sure. And then later times, the second book, technically I think it was the third, um, the record there, I, I really don't want to say the name. I think it's like Zhao Zhao? Yao Chao? Uh, this is specifically to the South China Sea where the mer people are said to right. turn their tears into pearls. I don't think your mic's working, Bobby, for some reason. Which is a huge asset. Yeah, no, I can't hear you. And they were known to knit a valuable material that was white as frost and could never become wet. So obviously that is silk. Um, And because of that, that sent fishermen after them because Mm. they have pearls and silk. Mm. Huge trading substances, materials there. And they're basically chased after because of that. And then it turned into a, because of, you know, they were doing, because they were sodding after them. Bad things would happen, of course, which Mm -hmm. could be normal. Bad things happen or it could be on purpose. And so because of the people that were going after them and then bad things were happening, like maybe a crazy storm or the ship capsized or someone loses an arm, whatever. Mm-hmm. It became known that those who capture these mer people, um, it's bad luck. It's absolute bad luck. It was like it's like a no, no, no. And so it became kind of customary in the time for that. Anything that was not of the fish that you were fishing, that you got in your net, you would automatically cast back. Whether or not it was a mer person or not, it was customary that if it's not of the fish that you were fishing, you cast that back because you never know what it is or if it could be a baby mer person and then you have bad luck because you're going after those materials. That's such that's such an interesting lore because I feel like it's so rooted in what most um stories and threats like this are where it's like they're trying to teach you something like don't go out there and take just whatever you want like it's not just yours to take if you're only fishing for tuna go out there and only fish for tuna and do not respect what you are taking from absolutely uh this for sure looks like more of a male but Mm -hmm. you know 
Yeah, some non of, so the, the, Chi the Chinese have like so many different descriptions of what the mer the mer people are, like you were saying. So like one version is like it's literally just the head, uh, like a like a head of a man, and then like the rest is a fish body, and they're like five hundred feet fucking long and shit. Or you have like Bree was saying, where you have like they have all these weird arms and legs and like all these different variations of it. So it's interesting that they're so. Seems like there's so many different like subsets when it comes to even just the cultures within themselves of the different kind of mermaids that they're seeing. Absolutely. Which is why I really only started with those two because there were, I read, and of course they weren't the entire books. They were just sections taken from the book. Mm -hmm. I read about four different sections of four different books and was like, this is way too much. Can we just take the two like <laughs> you know like meat and potatoes of this and so that's yeah. what i did but that's also why i tried to show kind of the differences of these yeah. lovely women that we consider lovely yeah. because that depicts towards modern time you know like the long flowing hair and the pearls and then you also have this really creepy figure right here that looks so literally the blue like guy, a right? he gremlin yeah, and then, like, look at these feet. The mm -hmm. fuck? Like, like yeah, when I think mermaid, of, like, it's the right, fans. not the left. Right? No, for sure. But I think that that's also part of, like, and we'll talk about this later, this kind of, like, Disneyfication of the mermaid, where historically throughout time, it's been known as a more scary, not positive, like when you see one, it's a bad thing. And today, mm. mermaids, everybody drinks, sorry, they're like, they're sweet and cute and they like give you pearls in the ocean and they twirl their hair and fall in love with you. And like, it's so drastically different than like where they originally started from. However, I will say that where they originally started from has that contrast oh for sure which is really interesting because i always thought that we are dealing with modern day disnification like you said that should be a word where they're just lovely these ladies on the right where they're just lovely making you pearls and then there's but really in older times it's this weird gremlin but it seems to be that from the starting of time there was always that split too. And I mm -hmm. actually really love that concept because we always compare this when we come to aliens. Right. That it's just like humans. Even though we are the same species, we vary in different size, shapes, colors, and also different personalities and different objectives. Some of us are very nice. Some of us are very awful people. So I kind of like the idea of um, like, to me, this this grounds it mm -hmm. as an actual species. Because if it was just one way, one look, um, everything, one color, that to me seems very much like a folklore tale. Because you have just, you're just d depicting one solid item opposed to an actual species where people definitely vary. Mm -hmm. yeah, so you, I, I you actually... You know what it kind of reminds me of? Um... One, I mean, there's an there's an obvious correlation with the sirens in you know Homer's Odyssey and Greek mythology. And, Percy and then Jackson. it kind of reminds. <gasps> Did we me hear of, you, Bobby? Yeah, exactly. Bobby? yeah. Okay, thank you. 
But that it kind of also reminds me of how every single culture around the world has dragons, and they're depicted yeah. differently depending on the culture. And it's the same thing with uh, mer people. Hundred percent. But I feel Drink. like we're starting. Sorry, yeah, we're starting to see that among so many different versions of cryptids these days. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Bigfoot. It's Yeti. not just yeah, exactly. It's not just these. It's so many more. But like uh, like what lake monsters, water monsters, and things like that. Like every like we automatically think of Nessie, right? But like yeah. every single big laked water area has their own version of that. Yeah, totally. Okay, but this dude right here is my life. Oh, hold on. Okay. This oh. person right here, that's, that's me. That's a squid. That's a squid. That's <laughs> me. I like it. I All right, now we are moving uh, to mollusks. Japan. Japan. All right. Japan. Oh, yeah, oh I I tried to scary. put I tried to put the uh, Japanese version of the word. So if anyone wants to get a tattoo because of this episode, I got you, and that's what that's there for. So I yes, the Nino. No, not Nijin. No, no, that's Ni- different. The Nijin is different. No, 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 Nujino. I'm trying to. Uh, Nino. No, that's no, no, that's not how you say it. It's like Nijin. Hola, Nino. In the chat, can you phonetically yeah. spell yeah. out how to pronounce yeah. it? Or if Bree could speak Japanese. I wish, right? Okay, oh, let's just skip the word. Can I get a hate crime, please? Nine. <laughs> no. Yeah, literally. Hold on one sec. I'm gonna I'm blank. Gonna, uh, gonna no, please don't. Please don't. Friends. It's Sorry, not a hate crime well. if you're not if you don't purposely <laughs> do it. So okay, so this is, is the story. This is the story that Prince Shotoku was dying, and on his brink of death, most likely out there on the pier, looking over, contemplating his life, like what did I, what have I done? This cute little papa Nino. fish, Nino. <laughs> pops up he tells them a very sad story but this sad story was about that he had once himself been a fisherman and he entered into prohibited waters and because of his decision to do that as punishment he was turned into this hideous animal this hideous animal is the picture that we're looking at here not so much of a mermaid because there's no torso the depiction here is an entire fish head I mean, an entire fish body and then a human head, head. most likely with horns. Mm. Sometimes it is an entire fish body and a woman head, but Mm. oftentimes with horns. Horns are the important part. Right. So because he told this prince the sad story and the prince sympathized with him, he Mm -hmm. asked the prince, can you build a temple displaying like the sadness of life that like what what i did it's a sad story but yet it's sacred if you're following the rules and this is kind of like a holistic experience so he asked him to put him um as a temple like exactly Mm -hmm. and this is kind of how the entire story of this began this was the first story of this N I N G Y O. So, but it's been said, <laughs> other than him, other than this one instance, it has been said that if you see them, that is going to bring misfortune and storms. Yeah, bad. Bad. Continue. Bad. That's so such a the, Japanese thing to happen when you see mythical creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
the the Japanese mermaid. Uh oh. The the picture that you just had up. Has anybody seen Cabin of Cabin in the Woods? That was my that yeah. was my Bobby's rec- movie recommendation. Like, does that not like, look yes. like the mermaid from Cabin in the Woods? Boot drink. Yeah, I could see that. That one looks more uh, in that movie looks a little bit more like almost like a creature from the Black Lagoon with a fish body kind of thing. Yeah, a little more. But yeah, like seen. it seems to be that the the Japanese uh, version of these uh, cryptids are more or less not like sexy buxom like sailor fantasy right exactly. it's more of a vixens of the sea they're more like terrifying Ooh, vixen of the sea vixens of the sea i've seen that movie too um, that's a real movie vixen of the sea uh, no i just made that up <laughs> I, I think yeah i that's totally not i'm it. now goat of the real. sea everybody yeah, I like is that now of googling <laughs> It's a porno. It's a porno. The the implication was that it is a pornography, but I don't oh, know for sure. sure if it is. What is it? Rule forty three. Yeah, into rule it. Thirty four. Rule thirty four. That one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, the uh, the Japanese ones seem to be a little bit more mythical and not nearly as uh, attractive in most mm-hmm. in most cases. Right. We're gonna get so some like deeply rooted. Uh, Formative year exposure to Disney's Little Mermaid with me tonight. Thank you. Some point. And this is real art that the Japanese have represented. But if you look to the right, it, and that again goes back to the severe polarization that we see when it comes to merfolk. But also part of it. Like too- look at this one right here. Like Chase Loe's. Okay, but that's also yeah. part of it, too, that I've heard in several of these lores and stories and myths and stuff is that sometimes they start off very beautiful as a way to lure Ooh. you in. And then the closer you get, the uglier yeah. they get. So they start off looking like this very beautiful, look at me surfing in the waves and my big titty is, but then you get closer mm. and the skin oh, yeah. turns to turn green and the eyes disappear and the hair turns gray. Yeah. And that's a big part of the mermaid story as well. And, and that's oh, Lord, kind have of mercy. reminiscent. Y'all better reminiscent. have a lot of drinks. Sorry, drink. Yeah. That's reminiscent of the, um, like, one of the skeptic theories behind this, too, is like, I think we mentioned it on the Loch Ness Monster, or not Loch Ness Monster, the Champ. Was it Champ that we did? Ogopogo? Yeah. Ogopogo. The Ogopogo episode is like, when sailors would report to hear, like, see these things, it was just being from, like, depraved on the sea of, like, seeing women or, like, mm-hmm. you know, your son tired and seasick or whatever. Whatever Probably happens to you at sea. Yeah, and then you, like, scabies. You, know, you have scurvy and scabies and yeah. herpes and AIDS. Um, All of it, yeah. Sea AIDS. Um, <laughs> but basically, they would they would kind of have this pareidolia which is a word we use a lot too mm-hmm. i love that pareidolia you're, you're looking for ladies in the sea but you know from a distance maybe that manatee or dolphin looks pretty sexy and then you get uh, and, and like, that's a big misconception about when people talk about mermaids and stuff like uh, a big thing that oh people even understand. God. like it was it these people on these boats were out there at sea for like weeks and months at a time who had mm-hmm. no other contact and 
quite honestly, eating like really weird food and getting super drunk because it's the only Sick, thing you do on summer. For sure. And you get exactly really Old food. Bad. Yeah. And so hallucinations is a little bit of these hallucinations and these delusions mm -hmm. that they're having because they are homesick. They've been by themselves. They've been drinking fucking weird fucking, you know, whiskey from the ocean for a long time. Like Ooh, you're breathing whiskey. in that seawater. Oh, yeah. You know, it's ocean it's, whiskey. It's insane. Like, you know, the meat that they had on boats was like meat that was just packed in salt. Just room well, temperature that's a, salt. That's how all meat was packed back There was like war spot over salt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well. So Did you guys ever see? Things, that's why they're seeing a lot of this crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then you, you, a you take a boat full of like, like sex-deprived <laughs> sailors. Exactly. And then, uh, you know, anything you know, looks, looks good to go on the ocean. You know, I've, I've been out on the Atlantic Ocean for... Lots of time? Yes. Okay. Did you see some and, shit out there? You could tell us. Well, I obviously had alcohol in my room. That I can say this now because I'm not in the military anymore. And there's no they let you drink alcohol in the service? Absolutely not on the boats, but it doesn't mean I didn't have it in my room. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that doesn't mean shit. <laughs> Such a rebel. <laughs> but you know, it's, the the ocean's really weird. So when you're actually out there and you're out to the point to where you cannot see land anymore, and you start mm -hmm. going days and weeks without seeing land, it really starts to fuck with your mind. Yep. Because everything's blue, literally, mm -hmm. unless there's clouds in the sky or it's like a storm or something. And it just goes on forever. It's never yeah. ending. It's just blue everywhere, and it really fucks with your perception. And you kind of have to uh, force yourself to focus on things that are close. Mm. You, you can't focus on the horizon. You can't focus on the sky during the day. You have to kind of focus on things that are close. Otherwise, it really starts to mess with your mind. Mm. So maybe imaginary yeah, mer people is kind of sexy. Black listen, I was like, listen, you do what you got to do when you're trying to, you got to use your imagination for some things. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There is a show and I'm trying to remember it for you guys. I just asked uh, Josh to, rem to remind me, but there used, there was a really sick show. And I remember when uh, we did definitely mention it when it was happening. We recorded some episode while it was aired, but it was about this expedition to antarctica it's on see no 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 it's a fictional really? it's a fictional oh. story and um it's gnarly and there's like these wild polar bear type things but it, it oh, plays the into the terror i loved the terror i thought that was an excellent show Bobby will give yeah. his movie recommendation, but I'm gonna re I'm going to push that show if anyone can see it, the terror. And that's what it reminded me of is like maybe hallucinations, mm -hmm. maybe a real possibility of what they're seeing, and then the food that they're eating and the rations that they have to go through and just the time frame of the food is literally making them sick, but then the only option is to eat it. And, of course, I mean, no one has really experimented with what types of food fermented can really enable these hallucinations. 
So it could be something as simple as corned beef, like maybe canned corned beef. That's like five, you know, five, six months old with some certain type of gravy in there. Activates a hallucination. Can you you not realistically make some acid out of some orange juice and some bread in your fridge and some time? That's what I'm saying. Like you can do you can do it with bread. So there there's actually a fungus that'll grow on wheat called ergot. And this is in France where the werewolf story came from is because it's a psychedelic drug. Oh Lord. So it's a psychedelic drug called ergot that grows on wheat and yeah, it can absolutely fuck you up. Yeah, that's that's one of the Salem witch trial theories as well. Um, yeah, there was an ergot. Hold it. No more. Next episode, werewolves. Yeah, that's it. Tony just spiked it. So hold it. Hold off any other explanation, but we have passed the... It could be food on sea. You 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 never um, know. I think it's more... I mean, no no pun intended. I think it's kind of a perfect storm of, like, depraved from (laughs) land, like, Mm -hmm. old food, you know, probably bad water, Mm -hmm. uh, cabin fever. There's, like, so many terrible conditions on a ship for a long time. Yep. Yeah. Deprived of uh, of lady company. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, lady company. Lady. lady company. And you you also have to understand how small these boats really were. Yeah, they're not big. They were fucking tiny compared to what we're used to now. They're like, which what? is why everybody got sick too, because they were literally living on top of each other. Like you couldn't yeah. not breathe other people's air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like honestly, want... it sounds like if you're by. That you are at the top of the chain. If you're bi, you can get it on with everyone. If you're straight, well, it's then it's like hard for go, you. That's you why you go by. Yeah, you that's why you go by. It's like prison. It's like prison. Everybody's yeah. disgusting on a boat. They're not survive. taking showers. Yeah, they're not. They're, they smell so fucking oh. If you want a um, just side side recommendation, there's a really good multi-part series that lost uh, last podcast on the left did recently yes. on uh, Blackbeard, which is more or less mm. an overview of like piracy in general, and mm. you'll get a good, well deep dive research of that life during that time to kind of. Uh, Oh, expand on what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. The sea was oh, horrible. My. Absolutely horrible. Thank you, Tony, for your service. We're going to have to make an overlay of our servicemen. Thank you for your service. So our next slide oh, is yeah. I'm bringing it really close to home. So we have this entire Japanese um, folklore and mythology laced into their culture. But just this year... There were these headlines all over the place in March that said 300-year-old mummified mermaid. Mm. So they did acquire this specimen. Did they DNA and it? And they did in February, which was like right before March uh, when the <laughs> headlines hit. <laughs> so you were telling us how months were. I could have said March 2023. No, it was like right before the stories hit, they did do I a gotcha. DNA analysis. There are more things to come, but this is what really hit headlines recently. So oh, they the were. Greer fake alien. It they does look it like the. It's I called the Atacama. 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 The Atacama mummy. However, this is, like, literally what it looks like. It has a fucking tail. Um, It did go through CT scans. 
-hmm. And it does have the skeleton smile like a fucking mermaid. Mm. So anyway, they're inside this um, museum. And they find this weird-ass box. They open it, and inside of the box is this mummified mermaid person with a little note inside that said that a fisherman found the specimen 1736 to 1741. It was, like, within the time frame. And he gifted it to another family. The family then left it, apparently, in this museum so it just like randomly popped up in a museum sus. one day sus but go ahead major sus however yeah. it does have real tracing back to like actual dna it's not a fabricated specimen whatsoever so, so it is 1000 percent realistic two. that has not been disclosed mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. that um now the they did the chi- the gov the Japanese government no, did did let them in. So uh, I guess there was like a moment in time where it was like you know the scientists were like let us go in, let us check mm. it out, do a whole investigation, mm-hmm. and see what it is. So that did take some time. That went through. They let them come in, and so now it's just this entirely huge. I mean, March that was just like a couple months ago. We're in the midst of the chaos as of now. What comes before March? Uh, February. Thank you. <laughs> now, I'm not going to say it again. God damn it. My bad. Can, can you imagine being at a beach and being waist deep in water and this and, like, seeing that, yeah. goblin starts fucking Ooh. swimming towards you? Like, how would you not meet that motherfucker across the I would beach? most likely shit right there in the ocean. What's the creepiest to me is that Donald Trump fucking hair. Look at that, <laughs> Look at that oh blonde comb over. It's so bad. It's not. Don't pay attention to this because, like, no one, it's this that has like a little bit of something but um i'm the best mermaid i have the best mermaid i can swim the best (laughs) i can totally swim the best i can swim the best i can swim to china i'm back china i'm just saying uh i'm just saying it's very interesting that this has been far back than all of us have been born in their culture and now modern times it is. But we still don't hear a lot of information about it. But there kind of is. You just have to follow the story. I mean, this is really news. Like, mm-hmm. breaking news. Okay? As opposed to the it other things we on this show. This is like... <laughs> it's actually news. No, no, no. This was like news. News. This is like real news. Not the shit we normally talk about. This is not this big is news. No, no. no, this is like headlines. <laughs> you know what? You know what? We all it's deserve the best right news now. Fucking just... hate criming on me. Like, can you guys just get with my fucking presentation? God damn we're it. Here. Okay. That's what we're here for. We're here to. Yes. Uh, you're here to and you're beyond queer right now. Exactly. We don't want any more bears. That's a simple <laughs> No more. Okay. No Which one thinks this is relevant. Okay. No, no totally. We do. No, it's no. It's news, Bree. It's news. 
Yeah. It's breaking Mer- news. It's breaking Mermaid news. news. Exactly. <laughs> in my March. Question is, uh, my question After is, that was April. And then it was May, and now we're in June. I get it. So, like, it, it's news, but, like, why wasn't it on the news then, Brie? It was. If you look it up, Beach, I, I remember seeing it for sure. I think I actually saved it in our our Factor Sci-Fi uh, bucket that I have. But this was everywhere. If you type this in, you will see a million different links. I think they've done much more now. Hi, Danny. Um, then when it hit in March, and obviously if it hit the news in March, then they probably found it 2021. Mm. You know how that this works. The best Hold it on for a little bit. Right. Um, but oh, I should have added in, there's a picture that the Japanese have where it looks just like this little creepy fella. Who knows? <laughs> it kind of looks like, like a troll doll. A little bit. Okay, we'll move on. We'll move on to Korea. We'll move on to Korea. In Blank Island in South Korea, a local legend of the mermaid blank with fair white skin and long black hair. (laughs) I just feel like I'm, I just feel like it's rude for me to try to pronounce it. I feel like. She's there in the moonlight hours, and she is really just hopping onto the rocks to warn the fishermen if there's storms and shit oh, coming. Oh, so she's, she's a little like, bit more positive. Ah, and then she throws rocks. So not a scary song <laughs> and not a bad attack you, but like, hey, pay attention to me. Don't go out there. You'll die. Mm-hmm. So the opposite exactly. of most of the mermaids we've been talking about. So yes. this. This Queen. mermaid is clearly a weather person. And is... She yeah. is the OG weather man. Yeah, and she's, she's a weather woman. At people. She's like, hey, fucktard. There's clouds out there. What Don't are you doing? Don't go out there. Just throw in fucking rocks. Yeah. Don't do it, bitch. Yes, this is in Korea. Um, but it is an entire cultural situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that looks like Ursula. To be honest, like with all the, I was like that one. Yeah, that one looks like um, like a like they're all merged together. This looks nothing like Ursula. No, but like with all the legs and stuff, because they look merged together. Ursula was like a squid lady. Yeah, Yeah. but if you combine the three upper body masses together, you'd get the same. You'd get Ursula. Ursula. I feel you. Um, I understand your train of thoughts. Yeah. So now, so we're going to now dive into Greek mythology. Where is this stemming from Greek mythology? It's everywhere. But mm-hmm. I only picked out a few of the really big ones. So we have mm-hmm. the Nereids, if I said that right. Nereids. There's 50 of them. Nereids. There's 50 of them. we'll appropriate Greek culture, but... Yeah, yeah that's fine. Don't, I know. Don't yeah, talk about the Koreans. <laughs> you know what? There's not too many of those, like, actually, like, Greek, Greek people yeah. around anymore to take offense to it, so I think we're all right. Yeah, yeah like, no one's like, I'm the 16th ancestor of Troy. Like, no one... No. Yeah, nobody nope. cares anymore. No one cares, unfortunately. Right. Um, this is real paintings, though, so that's really special. Okay, they're so they're like, sometimes they have tails and sometimes they don't. And I've also seen artist depictions where they have both, where there's mm-hmm. tails but then feet. So mm-hmm. maybe they have the ability to do both. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I That's from what I see, they always have titties. Always titties. Always. Yeah, I'm gonna That's I'm gonna key. screenshot that one real quick. Okay, go for it. For sure. For that one for later. Spank bank on that one. Yeah. Just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a this is one. Okay, so next there we go. The sirens. This is where it gets sexy. But like, look at those legs. What? Those Sick. look like Okay, so siren. So siren. The word siren is synonymous with mermaid in multiple different languages: in oh. French, Italian, and Polish. Uh, Romania, Portuguese, and in Filipino. These words mm. seem to kind of uh, bleed into each other. So it's like Serena, Serena. There's all these different. I just added that for fun because it's basically all the same different words of the same thing. So in a siren traditionally was depicted with wings as a bird so like it could go yes. into the water and like breathe underwater and whatnot so like the 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 fish part of it was very small and it was much more seen in the light of being a bird kind of give, give me seagull vibes right you think about like what you would see when you were out in the ocean like an albatross yep. Albat yep, exactly. this is a yep. little bit weird it's like squeeze fountain um, yes, so for a long time, it was that the siren had wings. She'd lure sailors to their death. Mm -hmm. Sing her beautiful songs, just as normal mermaids do. But then over time, they lost the wings, and then it was depicted that these sirens were just wingless, as this beautiful mer person is mm -hmm. her. Person. All right, so I'm ask you guys a question. Like, what do we, what's what's more our jam here? A, uh, a we're not there yet. No, no, no. Do we prefer a buxom lady with feathered wings and chicken legs, or a woman with uh, a bu buxom oh. lady with like scaly fins instead of legs? So okay, so I'm gonna do this as the lesbian <laughs> I used to be, Tony's and I'm gonna say right that I'm gonna go with the bird woman purely because mm. I can see she has normal sex organs and the fish does not. That's purely off my mm. lesbian hormones. Okay, there's a thousand jokes to be made there <laughs> that well, would you know give me that was a question begging to be asked i yes. heard that if it smells like fish you're about to have a delicious oh dish God. but if it <laughs> smells right, like cologne on. put it down all right it smells like cologne turn it down so i mean i guess my life i think you made that up. <laughs> i heard it on tiktok and ever since i heard it i cannot st stop repeating it i love it so much i guess bird lady is a little more attractive right that's what i'm saying fish lady mm -hmm. but yeah. um and, and i think it's because i can clearly see her sex organs well that and uh, on the other side i mean flappy lady you can just throw her in the fucking water and leave bird lady <laughs> you're not escaping her she will fucking hunt you down yeah she will find you and she, she will find you and she will hunt you, you down well, this uh, yeah. went into a weird direction. I would expect nothing less on this episode. I expect nothing less, I know. Although, our, our, we don't have a captain this episode, per se, but our guide, Bree, has left us, and so we cannot go to the next uh, slide. Right. So we'll say hello to people in the chat. Hello, Chad. Hey. Hi, darling. Thank you for showing up. Hi, Caroline. You're so beautiful. 
Uh, Danny Satin said, uh, didn't I see Doctor Who? Ah, Weeping the Angels. Weeping Angels. Mm. I feel like I've been beyond captain. I've been captain, guide, sailor. I'm the sailor of this entire Amar, ship. Yeah. Yeah. This is more captain than I've seen any captain on this whole thing. I think it's <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I think it's really interesting that you guys would rather the the wings. You bitch. So how dare you? Yeah, we both would rather the wings. Yeah, Captain. Are, are you more the fish lady? I'm so fish lady. I love her. Wow. I think she's amazing. So like with wings here, you cannot bust a nut and leave the hut. Oh You're my God. you gotta stay. <laughs> Oh my god. Do this you? is a scientific show. Guys. <laughs> it's it can't go that far. This so is anyway. Profound research. <laughs> science. Breaking barriers down. This is obviously obviously uh, we research shit. With a bird woman chimera. Do you grab the I don't know, the but I don't like her the thighs. They're I weird. I want to choke on them. Her elbows? What? No, her thighs are so, so, so. Because they're, there's going to be hair. You can't even get through them feathers. But not the into mermaid it. mermaid doesn't even have a vagina. She's slick. You don't know that. She's Rick. She's oh. into it. Technically, there's... he has a cloaca. So I guess she would be a top? Mm. You can right. bitty can buck we... them. <laughs> can we move to the next slide? Oh, yeah, next slide, please. <laughs> bitty <laughs> bitty buck like her, and you're Ooh, getting places. Last... We're the last people. Oh my God! Now we got. Oh wow. my God! Look at that I'm definitely one gonna screenshot with the tail feathers. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so this okay, is your so traditional real siren. Real yeah, question thank about you. sirens, right? So traditionally, sirens would have sung beautiful songs that yes. attracted sailors uh, at the time, right? Yes. So now, are sirens singing like umbrella from? Like what? What are they singing? They're singing like some Dua Lipa or. So I was oh, like, so I Lord. feel. I feel like most Drop mermaids top. or most sirens today. Go they're ahead and drink. Are on SoundCloud. No, they're on SoundCloud. Yes. <laughs> they're singing Missy Elliott. They're like, <laughs> Elliot. let me work it. This beat is. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. it. Yeah. Drink. I'm feeling that I'm one. It's for sure. It's for sure, Missy Elliott. And it is for sure that fucking song. I'm not gonna lie, I'm into that chick old chicken lady over wow. there with her like no, yeah, she, and gray hair. No, yeah. I don't like her. I, I, I want to, I feel like, like I feel like I just just so everyone knows, what? I feel like I'm this first one and Jamie's uh -huh. the one in the back. Yeah, I'm just the old like, one. Wee. No, I said I'm the first oh, one. I'm the old one. one. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one? Yeah. Sorry. This one looks like she had back surgery already. So I, know, I feel like I that's me. Her. She looks so real. She I mean, is real. See the three skulls sitting underneath them and the bones. Yeah, that's yes. where like the eggs that they laid were the yeah, skulls, were, and then um, they, they collected. Yeah, they were deadly creatures. Yeah. And really also, nice. this right here, this is a UFO. No, that's a, that's oh. a ship or something of sorts. No, it's a ship. But this is a UFO. There's a UFO a sitting on top of the Greek ship. Okay. Hell yeah. Okay, so, going on to Tesla. So the sister of Alexander The sister of Alexander the Great was made immortal. Okay. Um, so she was very uh in her grief. 
So she's like, awesome. I'm gonna throw myself off of here. Mm. I'm gonna kill myself. Always into the ocean. But really, she transformed into a woman. I mean, a mermaid. She transformed right. into a mermaid. Drank a lot. Can, um, can, we, can we talk about how fucking stupid Alexander the Great is? So he had a flask of water from the Fountain of Immortality and yeah. washed his sister's hair with it? But that's half the problem. That's, this she, is the one that had the hair that she was like, okay, you do you. And then he was dead and she was just like, what? Well, my theory is I that, think that um, they had a relationship. From what I I've gathered she, from both the stories, there's a relationship yeah. there. She what received immortality from the Fountain of Immortality, but it was like a depressed vampire effect oh. where she wanted to kill herself. Well, I was like, you know, that's what happens yeah. with a lot so of... So it's not water, it's adrenochrome. No, no, no. It's, no, Focus. it's just... It's this idea. It's this idea that like, what, if we are immortal, then what are we living for at that point? Because part of what makes life so special is the fact that it's gonna end. That there's a time limit so, on it. When you so, kill like, yourself it, and you smash yeah. yourself into the rocks near the water, mm-hmm. you, you'll like Wolverine. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, yes. What's the stuff that Wolverine's bones are made out of? Adamantium. You'll like adamantium back. Oh, as a, five points for you. The, the current uh, environment, in this case, the water. So she morphed into a mm-hmm. um, a mermaid X Man. Maybe a mermex. She did mermexium. A Mexican. I have mermaid. to get more more uh, drink to drink. Okay, we'll go to the next slide for us then. So, no, this is like one. a really big topic okay, here sorry, that she. It, that because of that, she plummeted into the water, turned into a mermaid, and then from then on, the sailors or pirates or any of the other ship, the men that would go by, she would ask them, is Alexander still alive? And they would tell her, yes, he's there. He's conquering the world. And if they wouldn't tell her what she wanted to hear, that he was, yes, still alive and still conquering the world, she would fucking kill them. And if not, she'd be like, okay, Thanks, swimming on. Day. Yeah, so she just would turn swimming. into a kraken and pull the ship down. Yeah. That, that sounds so you just, to me like, it's a, like a, a riddle. Tale for, harbinger tale for uh, sailors in the form of Alexander the Great propaganda. Exactly, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. Yeah. And well, why she has her own statue. Half-naked sister. Again, Brie they're was, in love. Yeah, Brie was alluring to the fact that they might have been having some sort, which was incredibly common back in that time. So it's it not as weird as we think it is. Like, so the thing about like royalty and like even like the the royals today, like they are built upon inbreeding, which is why a lot of them die early and have weird like you know malformations. What is the word I'm looking for? Like mutations uh, and things like that. Mutations. Yeah, yeah. skin. <laughs> Yeah, but it's because of the inbreeding and the reason behind it was because they wanted to keep like their blood pure so if you bred with a commoner then you weren't you weren't special anymore so it was it was important to them to like keep it within their family so a lot of times like Mm -hmm. brothers and sisters ended up falling in love with each other and cousins and aunts and uncles and just all sorts of weird shit i don't know if it was for love different Uh, 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 but but 
But part of it is, though, if the two of them are royalty and they're isolated and they grow up together and they don't know anyone else, it is kind of love in a sense because they do end up bonding with each other. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you can't tell me that that picture doesn't doesn't show that that man loves his sister holding her as a fish. But, well, it's yeah, different I mean, now because so we have different feelings towards incest. But back then, you didn't have those feelings. It's like, that wasn't a thing. Taboo. It's not an issue. Yeah. So it's like you grow up with someone, they look like you, you're getting along. Where now, if you have a brother, you're, it's like your your instinct to hate them and be like, pinning me against mom or pitting me against dad where and that I time i feel more, like we just have to survive and make beautiful children i think it's way more of a biological repulsion um as far as that goes but i think that like brie was saying it's or like jamie was saying it was more of like a bloodline thing mixed with mm -hmm. like isolation from other commoners or whatever mm -hmm. and then like look at the rack on that on that mermaid I mean, the statue it's fucking Great ideal tip. right there. And she's curvy. Ideal. The right like, I don't... I okay. I'm in love with her. This Ooh. is a statue there in the plaza. Next! <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. Friend. There, she doesn't have it, Bobby. What, what do you have to say now? Yeah, like, what do you have to say flat, now? That long Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> party. She's got still the okay. like, hourglass kind of. I like this blue this, chick on this the This right. one, no. This one, no. Mm -hmm. That one looks this, scary, yeah. She this like one, no. Like, this is very uh, she's correct like for the times. She's like over here, but then she's like tickling your balls with her... Uh, correct for the times? This is such a weird episode. So now <laughs> yeah. we're going to Titan, which is the merman, of course. The mythological Greek uh, god and messenger of the sea. I don't think mm. we have to go too much into Triton. We all yeah, know who he is. About him, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. We've all seen oh. the Hello, Daddy. We're getting there. We're getting there. Hello. <laughs> Hello. That one on the right is very sexual. It is. It's so this one? Yeah. <laughs> They're just dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I almost put Josh's face right here because I felt like, okay, that's <laughs> reminds of your husband. Nice. That's that's Daddy Matt's. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so <laughs> other cultural, other cultures that are recognized here. This is when we blow through them. We have in Scottish mythology, the can't say don't it. even try to say that word. The siege. The siege. Sounds right. Siege. Siege. Okay. A uh, form of a woman in the tail of a salmon. So kind of the same thing, right? A mermaid. Yeah. Ireland and Scotland had the oh, marrow. Which... Kind of like a fucked up water genie. Yeah. Hey, I like that shit though. Human above the waist, fish tail, and webbed hands. So it's kind of the biggest difference I see is either there's uh, the lower just fish or they're like really morphed where they have the webbed hands. It's like their extremities are affected yes. by it. Mm -hmm. That right. kind of reminds me of the mer people in uh, Harry Potter. They had the webbed hands. Yeah, yes, 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 absolutely. So in German legends, there's the Undine, which is um, immortal, but they don't have a soul. But the story mm. is that if they... They're ginger. Mer people Undine. Uh, marries a human and, bear, and bears him a child. That she has this option to gain a soul, but as soon as the child is born, 
she starts to age. So it's like a, she has to decide. You're either ageless, timeless, immortal in her state now, or, or she human, gets with basically. someone. She gets with someone. She carries a child. She bears a child, but then she starts to age immediately, and mm-hmm. that's tough because you know. Uh, once that happens, then she obviously resents the dad and then curses him and they both return back into the water. So it sounds like a very vicious, endless cycle. Mm-hmm. Very, very toxic. In Africa, there's the Mami Wata, which means mother of water. She's a merman or a merman. Uh, which is also in the Caribbean. Oh, sorry. I was trying to get this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> They're both mermaids, basically. In Brazil, we have the Aira. Aira, Aira, Aira. Uh, which, is, which is often depicted as a mermaid, but is most likely a water nymph. And um, sometimes it's saying it's, it's depending on the story because there's so many different versions of them, like most of these stories. A but a, ba- just a horny mermaid, yes. right? Hornier. A beautiful young woman with green hair and light skin. Love it. Um, you know just... that story was made up by a dude. Oh, for sure. Like, Absolutely. Oh, this yeah. Woman in the river, and everyone was like, uh, "Bullshit, yeah. dude." No, I totally sleeping under the sun. She sings gently to lure him into the water to. Spend the rest of his life underwater with her. So she's all alone. She's like, come to me. Come to me. Yeah, that's I'm called an alley. She's like, all right, I'm going to bring you down below the sea. Were you gonna and then we have morning? the Philippines. Go ahead and finish the Philippines. I want to okay. make one point, though. Go for a break. Serena finish. and Sidney which is also a mermaid and merman above the waist with the fish tail. They can be either good or evil depending on the story that you read. And it is also the same thing where they are kind of luring people, but particularly sailors, um, into the water with them. But in some occasions, again, depending on the story, sometimes they're not luring the sailors, but they're actually saving the sailors from certain situations. Like if there's a mass storm, if they're going to drown, then they might um, come above water and help them out of the situation, kind of like Little Little Mermaid did. Um, if we want to, like, you know how people like to like point out that there's all these like common motifs that transcend culture and geography with mythology. So, for example, like the flood myth. People mm-hmm. think that the flood mm-hmm. myth so true. Is, has a lot more, like the actual cataclysm has more validity because it's so many like cultures deeply, recognize it within their religion. Yeah. Than, like mm-hmm. origin cultures around yeah. the world. Same thing with I mean, Tower of Babel, yeah. Yeah, Tower of Babel, even the Garden of Eden, there's various versions mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm getting the same kind of vibes with mermaids in this case, and I was yeah, not for sure. expecting that. Yeah, um, for sure. So if we want to say that this consistency lends credibility to things like the flood and things mm-hmm. like that. I mean, we have to kind of look at mermaids through that lens to a degree. However, I think that any seafaring culture of like sex deprived sailors has the vulnerability as well to hallucinate. Oh, for sure. Like absolutely. Absolutely. 
Which and I think it's and I think it's important too, like what you were talking about, how it spans between all these different religions. Is I think that that's something that we kind of commonly all agree upon here. That when it comes to the religion side of things, it's that we tend to believe more in something that is spanned through all of these religions than necessarily something that's specific to each of these religions. Because it, right. I think it just makes it more believable. It, specifically, the 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 flood that you're talking about, like it is every culture, every religion has this idea and this version of it. So like, why would we not? So you know maybe. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not like, maybe it's not a literal thing, but the source of the phenomenon itself is based on the same thing, right? Yeah. So like, it, even if it's a misidentification, it might be a misidentification throughout every culture based mm -hmm. on the same circumstances, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the skeptical thing about universal flood myth is like, well, every culture experiences a flood at some point. It doesn't yep. mean it's the same one that that uh that, that happened all at the same time that yeah. happened yeah. across mm -hmm. the entire planet so yep. i don't know no absolutely no it's in and like i said before it, it's one of those it, it's one of those mythologies like dragons or bigfoot that just happens to be everywhere everywhere and when we get to when we get to the point where we're gonna rate this i'm gonna explain why i'm rating it the way that i am all right let's get let's get into the little mermaid we're, we're yeah we're it. reflecting on the little mermaid so i said which earlier, has its own story this word of uh the disneyfication of mm -hmm. of things and this is one of them so uh, a lot of things like hans christian anderson or something mm -hmm. yes hans christian anderson right of 1836 there, yep mm -hmm. and so uh what was published in 1836 he wrote it in 1830s or published in 1837 he wrote it in 1836 oh. but one thing you guys need to know about disney stories is none of them are really original they are all actual like folklore stories that disney took and yep. just kind of put slapped happy endings onto so most are brothers Grimm's they're not all happy endings I that's exactly they're not all happy endings. Well, yeah, look up the original versions of some of those stories. Exactly, and, so, and and this is one of them. So, oh, um, yeah. there is th so there's a lot of similarities that you're going to hear throughout the actual Little Mermaid, and then you're going to hear a lot of differences. So this this mermaid, the Little Mermaid, actually does not have a name inside of this story. Um, and what happens is, is she's turning 15 years old, and when you turn 15, it's a rite Pinta. of passage for you to go up to the surface to observe the humans. Um, like the Amish. But, but you can't yes. interact. <laughs> exactly. You can't interact with these humans because there's one very important thing. You do not have a soul. Only the humans have souls. So this kind of goes back to some of those other stories that Bree was talking about where they're saying, you know, they don't have a soul. And right. so her dad is like very adamant on the fact of like, do not interact with them. They don't have souls. So she goes up into the surface and lo and behold, the giant storm happens. And there's this very beautiful, handsome prince on a boat who falls off and ends up, you know, drowning just like the regular Moody movie. She goes and saves them, places them upon the shore and leaves before he wakes up so that she doesn't, you know, um, give herself Disturbed. up by any means. But of course, this one interaction she has with the man, she falls head over heels in love and she just like, she doesn't know what to do about the situation. So she goes down to what is, I love this, it's the sorcerer of the abyss. Uh, and goes, exactly, Cthulhu, basically. Yeah. And goes, and goes to strike a deal. She decides to trade her tongue, Dag not her on. voice, her, her mm -hmm. tongue was actually cut out for legs. But 
if the prince doesn't fall in I, love I with her. I consider that a win-win. Well, that was her first mistake. Keep the tongue, mistake. leave the voice. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So she she trades her voice for this, but if the prince doesn't fall in love with her, it's not like she just turns back into a mermaid. She straight up dies. Like this is like a, a YOLO kind of situation. Like you're all in chips wise. It was either this prince falls in love with you or marry you, or specifically she's going to turn into sea foam. It's the monkey paw. Yeah, <clears throat> pretty much. So, of course, the girl's like, yes, I will take I will take this. I can do it. I have faith in myself. And so she's about to leave. And on the way out, the the sorceress of the abyss goes, oh, yeah, by the way, when you go to walk on land, it's going to be so painful that every step that you take is going to s- feel like a million swords shooting up inside of you. So this is like a really uphill battle for her, because even though she has legs, she can't necessarily walk once she's on land. So she That's gets right, to the fair. Exactly. She gets up to the shore. She kind of hobbles her way up and, and crawls up and like lays in a rock and the prince ends up finding her. And the prince, of course, is like, oh, I will take this poor girl who has no tongue and can't walk in and I will care for her. And they spend lots of time together. But eventually the prince ends up confessing to her that he's fallen in love with someone. And the irony of it is, is that the person that he fell in love with was this random woman who he thought saved him from the shipwreck. But and it this was woman, her. exactly, and this woman who like had no idea what the guy was talking about, just fucking went along with it because if a prince comes up to you and is like, "You saved me, and you're the love of my life," you just fucking go with it. Yeah. So, so this is not you, fair. What you're telling me is in the book. There was no scene where they were like, "Sha la 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 la, don't be shy, na 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 na." That didn't happen. Never, never, not once. Is there a priest that gets a boner in this version of the story? Not this oh. one. But the thing is, is that it, part of the, the story, right, part of the story has a little bit of an interesting kind of sense to it because it wasn't happening. But it was alluded that the prince was much older than this 15 year old girl. And some of the things that he said Disney. during the story were a little bit creepy. And like one of the things that he said is he was like, Ooh, I love her. Like I could love a child, but he didn't mean it in like a, it's like prince a Andrew. Yes, exactly. He meant it in a Prince Andrew kind of way. <laughs> so there's, there's this big motif throughout the story. And part you of the guys. reason why he ended up not choosing her was because she was a literal child at the time. So, so he drank her blood instead. Okay, so wait, wait. He so, keeps himself young. So her blood. Devastated. Devastated. She just lies blood. in bed and she's waiting Mer for blood. Dawn. Listen. She's lying in bed. She's waiting for dawn because she knows that she's going to die and turn into sea foam. But her sisters are clued into what's happening. So they go down to the the abyss witch lady and is like, hey, what can I do to save my sister? And the witch goes, all right, here's the deal. Shave all your heads. Scalp yourself. Give it to me. I want that motherfucking hair, both of you. I'm going to give you this knife. You have to give it to the mermaid, the mermaid up there. She has to murder the prince in order to live. If she murders the prince, all is forgiven. She can come back. Everything will be normal. Wait a second. Hold on. Time out. Yeah. You just brought a whole new layer. Yeah. To murder. Ah! Oh. Drink to that one. Murder. So anyway, um, maybe that's why it's called it. Okay, so the royal so, family kills babies. Yes, 100%. that's true. Adrenochrome. <clears throat> so 
Uh, she gets she gets this uh, knife. She gets this knife from her sisters, and she sneaks into the marital bedroom of these two. They just got married. This is their first <laughs> night together, and she's like standing over them with the knife, standing in pain because again, you know, the shooting pain with like her no tongue, like standing over them. And in that moment, she decides, "I love him too much to murder him." Throws the knife down and throws herself into the ocean to die and become sea foam. But in that moment, in that very sweet, sweet moment wind fairies just come out of nowhere and grab her and say hey wait wait a second i know you're gonna go in the ocean and die and become sea foam but instead what if i offer you that you are a slave for the next 300 years to the human race and if you do good by them then you can have a soul and go to heaven and she said hell yes i'll do that so she became the wind with the wind fairies and she did good for 300 years to mankind and then she was granted heaven People were oh, fucking weird back then. That is the real Little Mermaid. <laughs> Dude, I how would like easy would it be adaptation to write of story? Like, if I could go back to like a thousand years ago, I could write the most fucked up stories, and then mm-hmm. yeah, a thousand years later, You're like, this, this guy's a genius. Happening, but they would be like, mm-hmm. oh, this fucking a murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, mm-hmm. that's yeah. a that's a really hefty decision. Like, I'm really thinking that. I feel like in, in when time. you're in the time, I if someone time. offers you death, which is eternal, or 300 years, you do your time. Like that's crazy. That I don't well, know. Well, here's if the I thing, though. That. But as as a being who didn't have a soul, when she died, there's not eternity. She, there's nothing anymore. So she chose to have eternity. So in order to get to heaven. She went, she had to do those trials and tribulations. It's not like it's something that's just given to people. You have to earn it because. But that's worse, in my opinion. That is heavier stakes because that's either you you. cease to exist, which is easy peasy, wash your hands, done. You're done, yeah. Or there's foreverness where you have to go through the trials, Mm -hmm. resist, live. Even when you're in heaven, it's still forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that that good eternity is forever. You just have to live through three hundred years of shit. And is that any different than having a job and then retiring? And dying? <laughs> I think that was kind of the idea uh, of it, of what they were trying to, to instill inside of there. Is again, like nothing is free. It's about hard work, and if you had like yeah. you can't take the easy way out. It wasn't about doing some spell or some witch because you want to be good and go to heaven. Because at the end of the day, the Little Mermaid was kind of a story about going to heaven. Like that's really mm-hmm. what it was originally when it was written in that time it was about but that's being good and going to heaven but it was but that's what it was though that was the original story it's just completely different now that disney took it and turned it into something else yeah i, th- I thought this was the show about bigfoots are we going to talk about bigfoots no Eventually. never Eventually. we're talking about mermaids i think right, so that it's helpful we- to know the backstory okay so um be- we're gonna get. Yeah, oh, are, you, are we not done? No, nope. I was like, it's Bobby's turn. Yeah, we got well, it. I think, I think we, Any final I, thoughts I will... on this segment here? No, let Bobby get into it first. Let me give you a up. quick overview of uh, aquatic ape theory because I want to kind of move this into modern times. Okay. Um, and honestly, I don't know how many more slides of this uh, presentation. This, this is the last one. We will definitely need to yeah. leave this as a cliffhanger because there's yeah. so much. So this much is the last one. Too. Bobby's going to talk about this. And then I have um, three mermaid videos and then we'll factor sci-fi and wrap it up. Awesome. Ooh. Uh, oh, so I'm juicy. Let me pull up my notes real quick. 
I feel uh, a little juicy for this. There's a gentleman in the 1960s who was a marine biologist who, his name was Alistair Hardy, who basically um, proposed the aquatic ape hypothesis or aquatic ape theory, um, more or less suggesting that a lot of uh, features found in humans would um, lend to the possibility that we more or less evolved in aquatic areas, which would lend to the you know, if you want to take that to the next level, perhaps there was like a renegade subspecies of, of hominids that mm -hmm. evolved into the sea. Um, so basically, he argues that um, because of our ability, to, uh, our abilities and enjoyment of water is one thing. Also, our loss of body hair, as you will see on uh, sea mammals like um, dolphins and manatees and stuff like that, uh, that makes it more useful to travel through the water. Uh, we have very flexible vertebrae. Um, they think this, this theory suggests that our ability to walk upright was adapted in the water because um, if you're hunched over, you're gonna have your face in the water more likely. And um, when you walk upright, it, as far as hunting goes, you can see more of the, uh, of the surrounding areas of uh, prey, I guess. Um, and then also things like sweating and crying is a way to remove large amounts of salt in our systems. And that's um, so true. Also like webbing of our fingers. Sometimes we'll even see babies that are born with actual webbed fingers. Or like toes. in water? That's like why do we why do we get the things in our fingers? And when we're in the water. Um, yeah, like our rip. fingers. People yeah. say it's to adopt to grip things. Yeah, and, and that's part of it, too. And that's, like, the big skepticism of all these points that this guy makes is, like, these aren't exclusively advantageous just in, like, aquatic settings. Though it's interesting. Like, it's this whole theory is mostly poo-pooed by, like, mainstream anthropology or whatever you want to say. Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of these things that I just mentioned are perfectly um, applicable in, like, terrestrial evolution as well. If anything, it lends to, like, perhaps we went through an aquatic phase or there was um, a lot of a meaning we we uh, more or less lived a lot of our life in the water that we never like actually evolved into the water. Mm -hmm. um, and if you think about it, like if you study, like I swear to God, I, I studied uh, geography in college and like it was like all I remember about it is like, hey, uh, civilization is built around water. Like that's what it is like humans need water. You need it to drink. Um, there's plenty of food sources there, et cetera, et cetera. So it makes sense that a hominid would gravitate towards water, and perhaps there were certain um, tribes or, or subspecies or whatever that did adapt better for the water. But again, um, when you extrapolate <laughs> this theory out, it kind of lends to the mermaid mythology. There Wait. is a um, what? Wait, I have. Can I throw a wrench in your your thing? Please do. I don't. I don't have any. Okay. Any so, <clears throat> I I heard a new theory on TikTok that I'm kind of into, and it was oh, the theory boy. that I know I love it. It's the theory that what I'm if so God, jealous. What if God is water? Uh, if you really think about it, it surrounds us. It's omnipresent. It's within us. It's we breathe it in. We lit like it. Literally is life. What if what we think of God is actually water? 
So yeah, mermaids are pretty cool. They uh, of <laughs> uh, immersing ourselves in in God, godlike uh, entities or whatever Jamie mm-hmm. just said. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, um, it's interesting. And there's a whole like fake documentary that came out a few years ago. I think it was on Animal Planet, and they played it straight. Was it fake? Now. Was it fake? Yeah, they yeah. say it was fake at the yeah. end. You think yeah. so? They said um, it was. I yeah. forgot what it's called. You can you can you can find it if you just look up like mermaid documentary. But yeah, like, for sure. I watched it like oh like I have Bigfoot brain. I'm just like oh my god, this is amazing. I'm like so gullible through the whole thing, and then it felt like very scripted in parts. I'm like these seem like actors, and then by the end of it, they're like oh yeah, by the way, this is all like fun bullshit fake documentary mm-hmm. about how this crew on the sea found and captured a mermaid. And but it goes into all this aquatic ape theory stuff too, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But um, right. I think that I think that Go I just ahead. want to know this. I think that um, this this topic does deserve a whole nother episode with modern mm-hmm. sightings and encounters beyond just the mythology. This is just the tip of the iceberg, as we alluded oh, to in sure. the beginning of the episode. Um, so we will definitely swing back around this. But let's take a look at some videos. Let's, yeah, let's say let's take a look at some videos. Bree, leave your thing up because they're going to pop up in the middle of the screen. So I'll give you this first one right here. Coffee. Okay, that so looks just like me. I was <laughs> muted, but uh, that is not West Virginia. Really? I West Virginia. To be fair, that that mermaid looked like it was like strung out on crank, though. Well, a little it, bit like yes, a little mess, which yeah. is very West Virginia. But can you bring it back up? Yeah, for sure. Let me. Also, you have to physically unmute yourself while it plays because it'll automatically mute you. Okay. Okay, so stop. Uh, pause it. When it when it zooms back out. It won't let me pause it. Okay, so if, if you look at the hill in the background, this is actually a desert area. That vegetation does not exist in West Virginia. Ah, so CGI. Yeah, well, it's just not in West Virginia. I don't know what's going on with this limestone structure here, but it is not this is probably that is not West Virginia vibes. No, it's okay. People be throwing all sorts of weird shit on top of there. Okay, I'm gonna do this next one. I'm gonna uh, warn you all sorry now. Sorry on that one. I'm gonna warn you all now. It's really fucking loud. So I'm warning you. There's no way for me to turn the volume down. So just oh warn lord, yourself. it's a little. Oh, loud. does 
doesn't seem again any capacity like me when i wake up maybe yeah it's giving it's giving me like cgi vibes so bad but i mean if it is cgi they did a really good job because if you did a very good job if if you look at the way the light comes through the tail it's Mm -hmm. just like if you're fishing on the ocean you catch you see the it's got the same coloration thing and then the way the shadow is on the dock it's really good if it's cgi it's, it's really good and somebody's been a lot of time mm. all right here's the last one guys yeah man this is cool we got a, a seal on the rock down there that thing yeah yeah that's a weird looking seal man oh yeah hey, we're filming this yeah how do you uh That was first really first. bad. Fake. The CGI wasn't bad. Uh, it was the circumstance, and the entire video was very obviously faked. Yeah. It, uh, um, the, the way they were interacting, just it just reeked of like, hey, all right, we're going to take this shot. Yeah. I'm pretty act, sure like, it was dubbed frantic. over. If you really pay attention to the mouth, the way it's talking, I don't think it's yeah. the same audio by any means. It, pay attention to things- that mouth. So there, there's obvious um, cues in the the words that he's saying. He's like, "How do you zoom in?" And yeah. like, if you're if oh, you're I got building it. a video, and <laughs> not those guys, <laughs> to uh, you know, put the CG in there, the CGI in there, yeah. and you're building on those audio cues, and that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's totally. completely scripted and bunk. But All right. other than those videos, though, there have been so many modern day claims and counters yeah. claims of mer people, and it's almost impossible to keep up with. I mean, it's like yeah. daily all over the world. And that goes back to like, we can't pinpoint. I think we need to do a part two, even though I'm normally against that i oh it's such a huge subject though i mean that's the problem we thought we thought it would be like yeah goldfish and it's not right and it's not all right so let's let's back to sci-fi this one then we'll start off tony Mm -hmm. we'll give it to you first because i feel like you got strong opinions about this one yeah i do i think uh i think if you look at all the historical data and even when you look at the explanations where they say in like Florida or the Caribbean that they were seeing manatees or mm-hmm. like I, that's a hard sell to say that somebody misidentified a big fat fucking mammal that floats in the water and doesn't really do anything but eat with a beautiful woman with long flowing hair and half a fish body. You would have to have a lot of negative medical conditions going on, or you would have had to have eaten something really bad 
and then for that psychosis to spread throughout the ship and other ships. I just think that there's there's enough information out there and enough stories out there where there might be some truth to it. It just may not be exactly how it's portrayed. And I Mm -hmm. like with what Bobby was talking about, about the aquatic ape theory, which I have read into, and I believe that there's probably a lot of truth to that. I'm I'm gonna middle bitch it. Oh, I knew it. Leaning yeah. towards a fact, fact but yeah. it's it's I a fact. I fucking knew it. But we need to know more. Yeah. You need more information. Yeah. All right, Bree. What about you? I'm giving it an eight. No, I'm wow. giving it a nine. I'm giving it a wow. nine. I'm giving it a nine. I'm giving it a nine. I would. I am. Uh, which is really difficult to separate. It's hard for me to separate what I've learned from what I believe in now times. You know, when you think of something like mermaids, I would love to say sci-fi, 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 sci-fi. Mm. But in doing the research, I feel like there's so much evidence. And there's even more evidence and more stories and documented instances than we have even covered today. That we've barely and like, I mean, like, this is a longer Bobby Scripted Corner than usual, um, where I feel like we're kind of just, like, playing with an idea. This idea, I feel like, is very substantial. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, again, I thought I was going to give this a one, if that. And then after looking into it, I'm like, God damn, there's no way. All these cultures, it's been carried on. I feel like there's more evidence here than people that have had alien uh, interactions. I hate to say that, but I kind of feel like it's more substantial evidence-wise yeah. Then alien encounters, which is like mind blowing to me. Mm-hmm. All right, Bobby, what about you? Um, like Bree, I went in on a hard one. Mm-hmm. Um, after researching it, there's a couple things we didn't get to, which again, I think deserves this deserves another episode. Another uh, round, for example, yeah. We never even talked about the vastness of the sea and the yep. possibility. Oh, for of, sure. Of, You're right. You know, we how did it's not. really even explored. We never talked about hollow earth theory or kind of the modern mythologies around mermaids. We never talked about um, a lot mm-hmm. of the modern accounts and sightings. So this might tick up much further the next time we we continue covering this. But for now, I'm oh. at a, instead of a hard one, I'm at a hard two. Oh, are wow. you serious? <laughs> no. Wow. Are you wow. shitting my dick right now? Wait, wait, but it's I'm, ever still, I'm still not convinced. I'm still not okay. convinced, but it, it will evolve, I'm sure. I'm gonna, give it, I'm gonna give it a solid eight for fact because it is giving me these Bigfoot vibes. And like I said at the beginning, when it comes down to when you have it spanning globally throughout cultures, I am just more inclined to believe in it than I am something that's so micro and only happened to a small community. So I'm going to have to straight up fact that one. I'm shooketh. I feel like I, I feel like Bobby and I should be switching our 
verdicts here? Like, I'm very confused. Like, where am I? Am I in Um, Bree's cryptic corner now? Like, what's going on? I do have to say before before we get out of here, we did have a donation during our stream. And I just want to say thank you to Caroline Barnett for the $10 on PayPal. We love you. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you so much for sending us your hard-earned money. (laughs) We're waiting for our uh, hopefully... Hopefully, if we're under the guidelines, if we can watch our voices and should instantly cancel. I was then should we get monetization probably next week. You guys should be able to get super chats and stuff like that. We're hoping uh, everything mm. is in the works. We already applied for everything. We had all of the qualifications, other than the one thousand, for quite some time now. So pray for us. Throw some cinnamon in your candle. I don't know. Uh, sing to the other mermaids. We love you. We believe in you. Mermaids. (laughs) Yeah, actually, my my final my final thoughts is like, where was Bobby in this? He's right there. I I I just I'm not like. How were you not in? Uh, Okay, so based on what we've talked about tonight. Again, we haven't we haven't scratched the surface as far as I think it should go. But we scratched on. we scratched a few layers. No, though. we did scratch the surface. We, we scratched some psoriasis. Okay, Look, so there was psoriasis. We scratched through that. I don't. I I don't. I, I get the whole like you know it transcends cultures and it's a common motif across around the world. But again, I think misidentifications based on a shared circumstance can very much be, contribute to. Uh, a a misidentification of or or misinterpretation of something that will evolve into the cultural zeitgeist of mythology or whatever so i'm just not i haven't seen any there's no we didn't do anything really scientific on this episode it's very true and we'll 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 get more into it yeah it's not a bad don't look don't look at me like that it's not i'm not saying that as a bad thing like there's a lot to cover with this topic and as of right now i've gone from a one to a two all right I feel like I did not do my job. Well, we'll try harder for next time. You did do your job. Try no, harder. you did. This this subject is just so deep, like like yeah. we're all saying. Unexpectedly Nobody so, expected which... it to be. As deep as it was, exactly. Yeah. No, none of us did, honestly. Unintended. Hey, like... All right, you guys. We are going to see you guys next week for Bobby's Cryptic Corner. We're doing, I think we all just agreed, werewolves is what werewolves. we're doing this Tuesday. Werewolves. Let's get it. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much everyone for tuning in though for yes, tony's very first tony's episode first as a permanent yes. permanent oh so cool the fourth quarter i was like i know that for now he's just on bobby's I love that. corner but hopefully we can start to wrangle him into some other projects that we do too so <laughs> if you if you start to see tony sprinkled more throughout the show I'm don't sorry. be surprised bobby Still over here I was like, Bobby only will give us Tuesdays, so we're limited, but we love you guys, and thank you guys all for hanging out. I'm literally going back to work after we get off this. Mermaids are real. Liars. (laughs) By working means the pool. (laughs)